This program is part of Film Geek Radio. Visit filmgeekradio.com for more great shows. Hello once again listeners, welcome to Wait Wait Don't Eat Me, the brainiest zombie show on the web. If you're tuning in, we're here tonight to talk about all things Walking Dead, which if you're new, that's the TV series on AMC. I'm joined here by my two sassy co-hosts, <laughs> Sam Napolitan and Katrina Tullock. We're not sassy. <laughs> we're so sassy. Very sassy. I'm going to own that. Tonight we are discussing the seventh episode of Walking Dead. Mid-season finale. dun 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 the uh, episode was titled Pretty Much Dead Already. It aired November 20th on AMC at 9 o'clock. But before we get started, uh, Wait, Wait, Don't Eat Me. Each week, basically what we do is we get together, we look at Sunday night's episode, we discuss what's good about the show, what's bad about the show, uh, what's working and what's not. And then we take one particular subject and we look at it a little more in depth, talk about some of our Qualms. Qualms. Ooh. Ooh, I like that. Breaking up. We discuss our qualms here on <laughs> Wait, Wait, Don't Eat Me. So if you're turning in, uh, I just want to give you a heads up that we are going to be talking about the entire episode. Lots of spoilers in here. So if you haven't seen Sunday night's episode yet, make sure you go out and see it before you listen to our show. Or if you are lazy and can't even spend an hour to sit on your couch and watch a TV show. Hey. <laughs> Then just listen in, and we'll tell you all the details, and then you can go in and uh, pretend to all your friends that you've seen it, and make them act surprised when uh, when you ruin all the you suck, all the details. For, for those of you who didn't listen last week, that was one week. Katrina missed episode six. I don't have cable at home. My dad won't get it. <laughs> to be fair, it was it was Thanksgiving break, and uh, the university was out of here, so we couldn't get together and didn't have our our weekly zombie party. Zombie party. Yeah, it was very sad. It was it was a weird Sunday night. I missed you guys. I know. I didn't know what to do with myself. <sighs> Sitting on my sofa alone. So depressing. Drinking Robitussin. Oh. Well, I was sick. I'm not... Okay. I was like, whoa, Chris. <laughs> I wasn't that lonely. I did miss you, but not that much. <laughs> so anyways... We drank eggnog. We did. Eggnog and rum. Yeah, we'll have to find something new next week. Oh, there's no show next week. No. Oh, my, oh my God. God. How am I going to get my this drink This is going to be tragic. What are we going to do with <sighs> ourselves? So, listeners, if you have any suggestions for what <laughs> we three fun people can do on a Sunday <laughs> night, shoot us an email. We'd love to hang out. I think Mad Men comes back soon so we can oh all get down and watch oh that. My God. Yes. I'm going to start hyperventilating. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyways, back to zombies. Uh, last week's episode, we left off. Lori had just told Rick that she was pregnant. pregnant. And then she happened to mention that she'd also been sleeping with Shane. And he was okay with it? And mm. he was... Yes, for those of you who didn't see, he was okay with it. <sighs> You're going to give me the shit for this all I season, am. aren't you? Anyway, Sam, catch us up on uh, on last night's episode. Okay. In this week's episode, which is a mid-season finale, the barn zombie became a hot-button issue among the group. Um, Shane becomes intent on clearing them out, while Herschel announces he'd like the group off of his property within a week. Carol and Daryl argue over whether Sophia is worth continuing to look for. Some romance brewing there? Well... Ugh. Ugh. Um, Dale and Shane are b- continuing to butt heads um, to the point where Dale tries to hide the guns from Shane. He confronts Andrea about the relationship then takes off to the swamp to hide the weapons. Shane catches him and takes the guns back. Pretty, pretty easy. Rick, meanwhile, is helping Herschel rescue two walkers from a bog and put them in the barn. 
You get to say that casually. <laughs> <laughs> they return just in time to see Shane going psycho and breaking open the barn doors to release the zombies. They quickly become a sort of firing squad, taking out the zombies one by one, including the two Herschel was attempting to save. The last walker out of the barn is, big surprise, Sophia. And as the group looks on in horror, Rick draws his pistol and blows her head off. And that is the end of the mid-season finale. And now we've got to wait three months to find out... How they deal with that. What's next, yeah. Big twist. So Rick shoots Sophia in the face after we've been waiting <laughs> to find her oh, for months. I was months. sad. I was sad. I was, I was relieved. <laughs> it's done. She is Sweet over. relief. Done. No more Sophia. And you know, they did it well. Yeah. I thought it was done very well. Yeah. It was a tasteful. I didn't see it coming. No, I did not either. I thought that maybe the last person coming out of the barn, because they really slow-moed that, it might be Herschel's wife. Yeah. And in comes, like, little Miss Spindly Legs, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. it's Sophia! It's was- Sophia, guys! You saw me. I had a shot of rum in that eggnog, and I was already like, oh my god, you guys! <laughs> it's Sophia. <laughs> yeah, that was a shocker. It was. I get that's was an understatement, a- I guess. I was not expecting that at all. No. Although, you know what? In the very first scene, when... I forget who it was. Glenn or Shane peers into the barn and really quickly a zombie walks by and you see its eye. It's like one of those like <gasps> moments. Mm-hmm. I think that was Sophia. I think they were setting it up, oh. but you just couldn't see her. You couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll have to go back and rewatch that. I know. I was yeah. thinking about that in the shower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? Never mind. Yeah, so Sophia's been in the barn for however long, which means, I mean, we never really see... We, we don't know what that happened means to her. someone from that family had to, like, went out and found her and dragged her back with one of those, like, horrible, oh, what are those, like, leashes? They use them for, like, Zombie for leashes. goats, for hoarding goats, I think. Or it's like, a, it's a farm tool. Like or dogs. Dog Animal catcher. control. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Animal they control. Like from Quidditch. Mm-hmm. And then they just, they left her in there. They are feeding her chickens, apparently. And Well, I can't believe they didn't tell Carol, like, well, there's a little girl in the barn. Kind of looks like you. Might be your daughter. Like, mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of mean. That's the question. Yeah, do you think they knew? They must have known, because they got they all these zombies. To. They didn't want to tell everybody, though. And maybe that's why zombies. Herschel was like, it's not your business, keep mm-hmm. out of there. But on the other hand, that would have been a good way. He really wants them to leave. The only reason they're staying is because they say they're looking for Sophia. He could have been like, well, guess what, bitches? <laughs> She's in the barn. Yeah, your dog is <laughs> zombie. She's a zombie. So now you can get out of here. Sorry. So let's let's start with there's a couple, there's a bunch of things that kind of lead up to this whole yes. barn epic Shoot ending out. scene. Yeah. Okay, so it, it basically starts with you got Shane who's really intent on getting these zombies out, and this episode we really see Shane kind of start to go off the deep end and say, "Why am I listening to everyone else? I'm going to do my own shit now." I do what I want. And Dale realizes this. Dale, who already doesn't trust Shane. So he tries to hide the guns in the swamp, which has got to be one of the dumbest like, things what? I've ever seen. Like, did he really think he could go up against Shane? Like, did he think that Shane wouldn't realize all of his guns were missing mm-hmm. and go after him and be pretty pissed off about it? Yeah, and I also don't know why we, why you would even hide the guns, because you kind of need those. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, if the zombies do come, then you're running in the swamp to try to find these guns you hid. It was kind of idiotic. And also, like, TV-wise, that was a really awkward scene to watch like yeah. when they were finally in the woods and shane finally found dale dale was like hiding it behind a tree <laughs> putting guns in like a garbage bag yeah it's like what are you gonna do with those what are you gonna do? also dale looks really awkward without his hat he should keep that on yeah all the time he just he's such a <laughs> kind of a useless like he just seems very 
kind of inept. Yeah. Like this, he thinks he's got this moral high ground, and he can talk and talk all he wants about what a bad guy you are. But in the end, Shane basically says, I don't give a shit. No one really listens to him anymore. Yeah. Andrea doesn't give a shit. I mean, he doesn't really talk to anybody else. Occasionally, he'll say something to Lori like, it's okay. Your son is going to be fine. But well, that's it. The old guy, he doesn't have the physical strength on his side. You'd think mm-hmm. he'd be the voice of reason, the wise old. I offer advice to you wise people. But he's not. He's just kind of this whiny bitch. And <laughs> Wearing Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> yeah. It's he's, upsetting. I, it is. It's too bad because I think he could... Even Herschel has more of kind of this, he's deluded, mm-hmm. but he's got this kind of oh, but he's fascinating. strong moral compass that says, yeah. this is what I think is right. I almost feel like the writers saw that conflict and they didn't want two, like, two old wise guys. And they're like, well, what do we do with Dale? I guess we'll make him annoying. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you're right. So while Shane's trying to, or Shane is working on getting the guns back, the whole time Rick is doing Herschel a favor. Rick is basically pleading with Herschel to let them stay because mm-hmm. Herschel wants him gone by the end of the week. Right. Now, if Shane is in Rick's shoes, he's just going to say, you know what? Fuck you. We're staying. What are you going to do about it? We're all bigger than you. We got more guns than you. Mm-hmm. But Rick's still trying to convince him. And you can see Rick getting a little agitated and sort of hinting at, well, you can't make us leave sort of thing. But he doesn't want to cross that line because he's still convinced that this is Herschel's property. Mm-hmm. So he goes on to Herschel's bog where Herschel shows him these two zombies, and he's like, here, give me a hand with these guys. We're going to, like, it was almost like the old Western scenes where you've got a horse stuck in quicksand, yeah. and give me a hand, get my horse out. But they're they're zombies. Yeah. And they look like they're dancing. Like, that was a great scene. <laughs> they're all like, eh. Come across the clearing, and they're like, eh, 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 eh. I'm a zombie <laughs> in a bog. <laughs> I, I really like them. <laughs> but why, why does Rick help him? Is Rick really that stupid? I mean, I really think it comes down to some sort of like southern respect. Like, he's very respectful of Herschel. He is. Like he's clearly he thinks the man is kind of crazy, not helpful, not really a good person. Like that comes out. But that southern hospitality, the fact that he opened up his house to them and he he helped save his son, like he feels sort of obliged to him, I think. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think he's holding back and not really saying what he really thinks. There's that, and then also Lori's pregnant, and I think he's kind of desperate to like yes. have a safe place for her to have her child. And if that takes being Herschel's bitch, then I think he's okay with that. But <laughs> I'll have to get those zombies I, out of the mud. I think that's the big difference between the, the biggest difference, obviously, between Rick and Shane is when Shane finds out that Lori's pregnant. Rick tells Shane Lori's pregnant, so he goes to talk to Lori, and he basically says, "I can take care of this child better than Rick would be able to." I can, I've saved your life. I'm built for this world. Rick's not built for this world. Because, once again, you put Shane in that position, and Shane knows that she's pregnant, and he knows that they have to stay. He's going to make it happen. He's not going to be Herschel's bitch so that maybe he'll make up his mind to do that. Shane's going to, like, beat the shit out of Herschel and say, it's my farm now. And I think that's a better method if you're really just looking out for your, your son and your wife and your newborn baby. Mm, I'm not sure, I though. think that's a better method. Because if Herschel is going to deliver her baby... You don't really want to make him upset at you. <laughs> he could botch it. You need doctors in this world. He's the closest thing that they've got. But yeah. I, Herschel's still too nice to botch a baby being born, I think. Even if you take over his farm, I don't think he would. I think he's kind of got that same thing Rick has, where you can fuck him over all you want. But in the end, when it comes down to doing the right thing versus the wrong thing... He's going to do the right thing. Or, I mean, people have been giving birth for thousands of years without doctors. <laughs> fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but they used to die a lot. <laughs> like, a lot. <laughs> 
sort of a population problem. And that's why the zombie thing is such an issue. <laughs> because we're overpopulated? So yes, precisely. I knew it. Do you think, okay, I just want to put something out there because I was wondering, we don't know anything about this sickness, this plague, this zombie illness. And what if it's airborne in, a, in some way and can affect fetuses and Lori has a zombie baby? That'd be really gross. You're really excited cool. about this. You really want a zombie baby. I was just thinking about it because it could like eat its way out. Like that's that's so like it's horrible. It's creepy. That I, sounds kind of awesome though. I know, doesn't it? Lori totally deserves that. Like, we, <laughs> we don't know anything what? about this sickness though. Like it could be what? Stop giving me that face. What what's awesome about getting eaten out from the inside? It's Lori. You don't like Lori either. <laughs> I don't like <laughs> I don't think it's awesome. Lori. I don't like Lori. <laughs> So it would be like that scene in Alien where the little yeah. zombie just bursts out. Yeah, totally. Or like Twilight. Sorry to bring up that reference. What's wrong with you? I haven't seen Twilight. <laughs> I won't do that again. No, don't compare you Twilight to Alien. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let's talk about something else. <laughs> so zombie babies. What do you do with a zombie baby? I don't know. I just, I, I hope that they do that. I just wanted to bring up the idea in case any of the producers are listening to our show yeah. and they're looking for ideas. It'd be really good idea yeah this is what your fan base wants yeah what's the movie there's a movie with zombie baby there is dawn of the dead have you seen the new dawn of the dead i'm Mackay sure I, have. I don't remember the zombie baby there's a scene Describe where that part. the wife the wife is pre- like Dima's pregnant and she gets bit oh. and she oh dies whilst giving birth and basically gives birth to a stillborn baby that is a zombie Cut to the next scene where they come in. The rest of the group comes in to find Mackay Pfeiffer with this baby, like in swaddling cloths and oh my God. cradling it. And then he opens the blanket and it's this little zombie baby. <laughs> do that noise and again. They don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. It's got hand motions that go with it. Um, and yeah, and they blow its head off. And then like eight people die because he gets all pissed and they all start shooting each other. Oh, it's fantastic. Check it out. Dawn of the Dead, 2004. Like, why else would they have a zombie baby? Or, no. Why else would they have a baby? Why else would they have Lori get pregnant in this show than to set up something with babies, <laughs> something with growing up, something with, you know, being maternal in a zombie apocalypse. Something cool has to happen with this baby. It'll either die or it'll be a zombie. Or we'll get to watch, yeah, it. we make it to watch it grow up. Like, it'll be a zombie little kid, and then it'll be a zombie teenager with all sorts of, like, Zombie emotions and puberty. <laughs> zombie puberty. Heart-wrenching. <laughs> Great. This could be good. You had something to say about homosexuality, though, about this episode. Oh, Shane I did. Shane or Rick or yeah. something like that. When they're getting... Well, let's, we'll go back to the zombies and the bog. The okay. bog zombies. So when they're getting them out, Herschel says something to Rick about the zombies. He says, they're just like other people. They've just got a sickness that can be cured and they can be restored in, in the graces of God or something like that. <laughs> and it really strongly sounded like that kind of moralistic... The reason they send homosexuals to gay camps yeah. or whatever these things are where... So they can be fixed. Yeah, where we can pray the gay away, whatever the, mm-hmm. the term is. And it, it kind of had a very similar... And you've got Herschel who's got this very religious southern background. Totally. Very traditional. He calls Glenn that Asian boy, <laughs> uh, which is my favorite. And Maggie's like, his name is Glenn. Yeah, so he's kind of <laughs> got like this little race thing going. I mean, it's not a stretch to think that... I don't think he meant to be saying it, but it kind of felt like some sort of overarching theme that he's comparing. He thinks it's a sickness. Does he think homosexuality is a sickness? Are they trying to say something? Was I reading too much into it? I don't think you are. I think in every episode we've seen, we're seeing more and more conservative values Mm -hmm. cropping up in some way or another, or being a metaphor for something. Maybe in the next episode, Herschel and T-Dog can have a moment. I'd like to see that happen in the South. I just want to see more T-Dog. Yeah, me too. He was in this Where? episode. 
for barely. He it was like he guns. just came out of the woods. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, where's he been all day? What does he do? I books. I think he picks fruit. He's got no one. He's the only one who doesn't really have any other characters. <laughs> Sam, you have this idea of him like picking berries day. <laughs> being happy on the farm. <laughs> he doesn't have any other characters who care about him though. Everyone else is like sort of partnered up with someone, or has even if not even care about him, but even someone to argue with or mm-hmm. someone else like a a pairing thing. Like a buddy. So maybe like going back to these conservative issues, maybe it's a racism thing. Mm-hmm. No one wants to hang out with the black guy. Oh my gosh, sad. I know. Awful. But think about it. Dale's got Andrea, who he's always complaining with, and he's got Shane, who he's always up in his grill. Yeah. Glenn's got Maggie. Glenn's got Glenn. Kind of talks to everyone. Mm-hmm. Rick, Lori, Shane—they've all got each other. Mm-hmm. Daryl and thing. Carol, even. Yeah. Yeah. Even the weirdos, like <laughs> they got each other. They yeah. do. No one's talking to T. No one talks to T. And they never even talk about him. Evan else is always no. talking about, well, Sophia, this or Dale. I like forgot about T. Dog. Exactly. Until he showed up in this yeah. episode. And I was like, oh man, it's T. Dog. Exactly. You know what? At the very beginning of the season, he was sad about that too. He was telling Dale, hey man, you know why they're always leaving us behind? Because I'm black and because you're old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got a problem with this. And, and then, then the, they just forgot about the that. The writers yeah. like confirmed his suspicion. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think he's going to get eaten soon. Oh gosh, awful! Right, he's got. I mean, no, I mean, like, why else would they do that? To yeah, him? they're His slowly character. diminishing his role, so you kind of forget about him. Then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, oh no, T. Dagain. Now I remember him. He was in the first <laughs> season a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's only inevitable. Yeah, it's gonna be sad when T. Dog finally goes. I will be sad when T. Dog dies. Or maybe who knows? Maybe he'll turn into like a sweet character. There's, we don't know anything about him. Is he good with guns? I don't know. Is he annoying? I don't, I don't know. Really know. Does he like any of the girls? I don't know. I wish I knew. Tonight's main topic that we wanted to talk about, the last scene, the zombie shooting gallery, which we already kind of touched on. Everything basically is leading up to this scene. Everything's been leading up to it for a few episodes now, Mm -hmm. where finally Shane has just had enough. Shane's been boiling up, boiling up, and finally something just sets him off, whether it's Lori being pregnant, whether it's who knows what, just him being pissed at Rick. Right as Shane is trying to prove his point that we need to get rid of these zombies, and that Herschel doesn't know what he's doing, and that Rick doesn't know what he's talking about. I think he's even saying that. As he's saying this, out comes Rick and Herschel, literally carrying two zombies with them to bring towards everyone. Mm-hmm. And Shane's been saying that Rick's always jeopardizing the group and not putting our safety first. Mm-hmm. And Lori's like, no, that's not true. And then he's literally bringing a zombie to the group. <laughs> yep. Like, could not have been worse timing. Worst timing. Really ever. awful. Um, so he gives guns to, Shane gives guns to Daryl, Glenn, T-Dog, and Andrea. And says, come on, we're going to go do this thing. Rick doesn't take part. He doesn't shoot any of the zombies. What do you guys think? Do you think that they really think this is the right thing to do to go kill these zombies? Are they kind of pressured by Shane to go do this? Totally. I think they were totally pressured by Shane. Shane was going crazy. Yeah, he was like, that was not normal. That was like (laughs) southern shouting. That was, oh my gosh. He was on a kick. He was. I think all of his suppressed emotions are just like building up. Because, you know... He did, he seemed like okay until he had that talk with Carl at the beginning after Lori told him that like she was pregnant mm-hmm. and he you just saw this look on his face like he was so yeah. pissed off and upset and then he goes looking for his guns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He obviously had like vindictive emotions or something yes. and he's mm-hmm. like I want to go take it out on the zombies in the barn. I think that's how he deals with this shit. Shooting stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but the funny thing is like after that he flies into a rage and a lot of it's like very self-affirming, like I'm a man and I'm going to take the lead and we need to do this because nobody else is doing it. And then he can't even shoot Sophia. Yeah. He can't do it. He's not the man. 
Rick is, apparently. Yeah, that's a huge deal that all of them kind of stand there. And then Rick, who hadn't shot any of our zombies because he was basically complying with Herschel's wishes, goes and shoots Sophia, who's the hardest one to shoot. Obviously, no one else wants to shoot her. Mm -hmm. The only one that wasn't really Herschel's problem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In the end, it was Rick that took the responsibility. And this this whole season, I feel, has kind of been like, Rick doesn't take responsibility, blah, blah, blah. And then he, like, does take the ultimate responsibility Mm -hmm. of doing something nobody else can do. Mm -hmm. Which I thought was really, really ironic, almost. Because Shane was the one that was, like, ripping open the barn doors, let's kill all these zombies, and it's Sophia, and nobody can do it but Rick. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, he's the one who makes the really, actually tough decisions. Mm-hmm. Like, to Shane, that's not a tough decision to make, to go kill these zombies. It's what he wants to do. He doesn't think about it. He just knows that that's what he wants to do, so he goes and does it. Rick actually thinks through and makes the really, really difficult decisions. Like, somebody's got to shoot her. It's got to be me. And I think he realized that if Shane shoots her, if one of the other people shoots her, it's not as meaningful as if I go and do this and establish that I'm still in charge here, I'm still the leader. And he knew that he had other options, too, because after coming back from, you know, Bog Zombie Town, they have those little hoops. <laughs> yeah. They could stop and, you know, talk to Carol and like, let them the say barn. their goodbyes. Yeah, like, he didn't have to do that, but he did. And I'm glad he did. Me, too. Well, he also, I think it was part of it, he still feels really responsible for, for the fact that she's missing. Her, yeah. yeah. So I think part of it is him saying, you know what, I started this, I've got to finish it, exactly. take responsibility exactly. for my actions. And I thought that was really noble. Like, it was, it is technically his fault that that happened to her. So I thought it was cool. Well, it's technically like, her fault for being a dumb little girl. <laughs> yeah, okay, but he was the one that was like, you know, he, he was the one that felt guilty about it more than anybody else. It, it's going to establish a really interesting power struggle now because Shane just kind of comes over and says, you know what, Rick's been saying all along, let's not do this. I'm saying let's do it. And this is his first kind of really aggressive power play. I, I don't know. I think he did it more as, because he says he's doing it on principle because we can't have these zombies here. I think more than anything, it was a power play to say, Rick's not in charge anymore. I'm in charge. Yeah. I'm yeah. taking over. Because I, I think Shane sees himself as better than Rick in like so many ways. Like the way he interacts with Carl even. He's yeah. like, don't let me hear you swearing again, Carl. He like tries to be a better father to Carl than Rick is. And it's just like, it's really weird. I feel like he's still competing for Lori in, like, so many ways. And I'm really surprised Shane hasn't cracked yet. That's all I'm going to say <laughs> at He got this pretty point. close yeah. this episode. but What do you mean cracked? Just, yeah. like, just go berserk and, like, kill everybody. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, he's he's got so much on his brain with this season because, you know, that might be his baby. And also he killed Otis, like, blood-cold murder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a lot for one guy to handle. <laughs> I'm almost not surprised that he went crazy. (laughs) Do you think he was... I mean, did he do the right thing? I think he did do the right thing, but I don't think he did it the right way. I felt really bad for Herschel. I'm just going to say that. I did too. He He just stood there. No, he sat there. He looked devastated. Like, he didn't even know what to do. Watching his family members getting picked off. Like, having to see them as zombies. And he didn't even say anything. He didn't protest once. He couldn't really because he looked just so emotionally fraught. Like that was a like that was a good scene. That was good oh, yeah. acting. That's probably the most solid acting I've seen on the show so mm-hmm. far. Mm-hmm. But in Shane's defense, <clears throat> they've been telling him all along these walkers aren't people; they're zombies. Yeah. Rick's been trying to convince him with words. He's done everything he can to convince him with words, and Herschel just won't buy it. So Shane basically says, "You know what? Your way's not working. Let me do it my way," and starts shooting that zombie in the chest and in the arms. And mm-hmm. saying, you put three bullets in a chest, it's not a human anymore. It's it's a dead thing. And I think, if nothing else, this is probably going to convince Kurt Herschel that 
Yeah. Yeah, maybe you're right. Point. It might convince him that I don't think he's going to be very happy about no, what happened. Not. But what's he going to do about it? There's nothing he can do about There's, it. Well, they're they're all gone now, so yeah. <laughs> but I mean, no, I mean, in general, like he can't say, all right, you did your piece, now get off my property. Because mm-hmm. now, especially if Shane's in charge now, they're going to say, no, fuck you, you get off here, you get out of here. Mm-hmm. We got a bunch of guns and a bunch of strong people. And, mm-hmm. and Shane's kind of got all the muscle on his side, too. Yeah. Like, the ones who weren't shooting were what, Rick, Laurie, Carl, Carol. Dale, Carol. Mm-hmm. Well, Dale just, like, showed up at the end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> that was so funny. I was like, oh, there's Dale. <laughs> just shuffling around. So then, yeah, you've got Sophia coming out at the very end. Do you think, did Herschel know that she was a zombie? Or did you, do you think he knew that the girl they were looking for was in the barn the whole time? He had to. I don't know how he couldn't know. Because I feel like he felt personally responsible for each one of them. Because he saw them as living people. So if he, like, he saw a little girl zombie in the woods, he'd be like, oh, I'm going to go take her and put her in my barn. Like, how Like how would he not know? I thought that was, like, really messed up. They talked about her ever since they first got to the house, too. Yeah, and that, that was their, like, main reason for staying there at first. They were like... Yeah, we're looking for her little girl that got lost in the woods. And they probably, like, asked him, like, have you seen her? This is what she looks like. Mm -hmm. I mean, if they didn't ask him that, they'd be pretty dumb. (laughs) But, yeah, he had to have known. Mm -hmm. Well, and he must have found her. The timeline between when she went missing and when they got to the farm was only day and a half, two days. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she must have gotten bit right there after she got lost or pretty quickly afterwards. See, the whole timeline doesn't add up to me because Daryl found her teddy bear in the woods or whatever. But he also found that little nook in one of the houses where she'd been living with, like, blankets. And, yeah. Do you remember that scene? Oh, yeah. yeah. So she'd obviously been around somewhere enough for at least a night or maybe two nights to, like, make this little place where she could nest. stay. But unless Herschel found her while they were staying there, oh my gosh, which I can't cool. imagine. Because there, there was never any other mention of them going out looking for zombies. It never mm-hmm. seemed like Herschel really left the house. Yeah. Now, I don't know because we're mostly focused on Rick's group. Mm-hmm. But he must have found her. Somewhere before they got there? Yeah. The whole timeline doesn't really add up. Well, it's possible that that little nesting spot Daryl found wasn't her. That's true. I don't know. It's also possible that she got bit and was suffering for a while before she turned. So made the nest whilst becoming a zombie? Oh, that's so sad. Zombie nest. Oh, my God. Can you imagine being all alone dealing with that? Like at age 12, like hiding in a cabinet. It's really sad. It's so sad. (laughs) I feel bad for her. All right, you guys are bumming me out. Sorry. <laughs> no, I don't feel bad. She wasted seven episodes of our time. Okay, all right. You know, I think we should her. give our zombie Oscar to Sophia. <sighs> Come on, guys. That was <laughs> such, such a pity Oscar. I know, but, but it was such a good twist. It was. It was well done. And she was a good zombie. She had her, her eyes were all cloudy. She's all and, like, yeah. yeah, they're all messed up. I'm voting for her, whatever you guys do. She looked like Dakota Fanning. That's what Dakota Fanning was wearing if she was a zombie. <laughs> so Sophia is going to be... So Sophia's yep, our... Uh, I'm voting for her. Yeah, I vote zombie for Oscar. Sophia. All right. Well, then I guess I'll vote for Sophia. Woo! Even though I love the bog zombies. And I just have to say... <laughs> just because they're bog zombies. They're stuck in a bog. Bog zombies. They're just standing there. <laughs> dancing around. They are great. So that's... Uh, that's our show. That's the show. <laughs> Da-da-da-da. So yeah, like we said, this week's episode was the mid-season finale which means it's the last episode for a few months. Uh, the show picks back up on February 12th, The Walking Dead does, with six more episodes. But if you're looking for something to do to hold you over until then, 
be sure to listen in because we'll be posting some new shows during the break. We'll, we're still discussing options and possibilities, but uh, most likely we're going to be recording episodes discussing a uh, comparison of the TV show with the comic books. So if you're a fan of the comic books or if you haven't read the comic books but you want to know how the show stacks up against them, tune in and uh, keep checking Film Geek Radio every week or so to, to look for new episodes because we'll be probably looking at the first two seasons as a whole and seeing mm-hmm. where they line up, where they don't, where we think uh, the show might be going and just our general thoughts. If you haven't read the comic books, check them out. They're really you good. You should. They're amazing. So yeah, when, once February rolls around, we'll be back with a, a recap of the first half of the season as well as all new episodes starting on February 13th. As always, thanks for listening in. You can find our show on filmgeekradio.com or search for us on iTunes. Just a reminder, you can donate to the show on filmgeekradio.com. You can donate to the site, I should say. Uh, Those donations really help keep the site going, help us keep producing free shows for all our listeners, and they're really just, that's how we get by. So if you want to donate any amount that you're willing to donate, we would really appreciate it. Check out some of the other shows on filmgeekradio.com. There are a number of shows where we talk about television and film programming. And lastly, if you've got feedback or comments for us, email us at doneatme at filmgeekradio.com. As for me, my name's Chris. You can find me on the web. You can find me on Twitter at C-H-R-S-B-A-K-R. That's my handle. (laughs) Um, Or you can check out my new website, which is thespypod.com. Sam? Uh, You can find me on Twitter. My handle is S-N-A-P-O-L-I-T-A-N, Snappolitan. I also have a blog where I talk about weird stuff. It's called drawntoquirk.wordpress.com. And my Twitter handle is T-R-I-N underscore L-O-C-H. And my blog is katrinatolik at .wordpress.com. Once again, thanks for listening. And remember, if you've been bitten, it's already over. Good night. This has been a Film Geek Radio production. Film Geek Radio! Yeah!